0: Your elf. This is our second episode. It's a show where I interview people and the characters they play in Dungeons and Dragons and other similar role-playing games. I'm your host, Cole Lassiter, and today's guest is Caitlin. Uh, so, Caitlin, tell me about your elf.
1: Well, she's not actually an elf, for starters. <laughs> she is a mountain dwarf. Okay. Her name is Felia Ironfist.
0: Mm, okay.
1: She's a ranger. She's a level five ranger. So okay. She's just at the point where you could dual class. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm just gonna keep her a ranger.
0: Yeah. Let's see. What was her background? I say was, but what is her background? The class background. You know what I mean? Like a Oh, she's a folk hero. Okay. Alright. Um, do you have like a like backstory, I guess, is
1: Oh, well she's from a pretty like secluded mountain dwelling people. Mm. Mm-hmm basically it's all like based on like this matriarchal system so all of the women run this sanctuary Mm -hmm. in the middle of the mountain and they basically are just like all right so all of the women are going to have the main jobs and the men are going to be more of like secondhand people i mean they still do like regular jobs too Mm -hmm. it's not like only the women can do these things it's (laughs) it's more of just like uh they get picked first yeah things.
0: like a matriarchal coal yeah. legal system so to speak
1: yeah and so like she was picked as a ranger to go out and be a cartographer mm-hmm. draw maps of the land because they're like okay well we don't know what the land looks like anymore it's changed completely mm-hmm. uh so we don't really know what the land is like outside of this mountain mm. and we need to know because we think the world's gonna end
0: So you say, like, secluded, so they all live kind of in this mountain in its own, like, little self-contained system?
1: Yeah. It's basically, like, everything that they need is from the mountain. Mm -hmm. They never really go out and get stuff. And anything anytime they do need stuff that's off the mountain, they only send select groups of people to do it. Okay. Mostly because it's just like, all right, well, we have rangers that go out and draw maps or forage for food or you know like hunt Mm -hmm. or you know get like resources that we may not have on the mountain Mm -hmm. things to sell Um, it's a lot of iron working her parents are iron workers Mm -hmm. Um, their last name
0: oh yeah iron (laughs) fist I guess yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) and like yeah it's all based off like blacksmithing and foraging and like minerals and
0: Okay, so kind Iron of a and... sort of a standard like dwarvish sort of trope, I guess. Yeah, kind of. There's nothing wrong with that. What kind of role do they play in a team composition? So like, she's a ranger, but I understand that you may play a um not so traditional ranger.
1: Oh, yeah. Um she is plot driven. So she definitely wants to like move things forward. She mm-hmm. never wants to be standing still because like I said she thinks the world's gonna the end. The world's gonna end. Yeah. So. <laughs> If she thinks like if you were a person who's just like okay I have twenty days to draw this huge map mm-hmm. and bring it back to my people so they could have information before the freaking world ends, mm-hmm. like wouldn't you want Probably, wouldn't you be busy like yeah, you, would, you don't want moving, to keep like, moving then? So she never really stays much in like one place. Okay, um, because she's very like plot driven, very motivated, very like uh. She's she's tank build Mm -hmm. and that she's very strong. I wanted her to be like, like girthy. Mm -hmm. Just like, I can take a lot of damage and give a lot of damage and get shit done. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. For context, um, Felia, uh, we, you and I used to play, I didn't really give you some pomp and circumstance, but, uh, Caitlin is, we, we've been in a relationship for a very long time. So we both kind of, our team composition was each other. So, like, yeah. I'm trying to act like I don't know Felia, but you know, <laughs> we uh, are well acquainted, I guess. And I feel like it's okay to. Felia n- was a that. monster <laughs> on the field, like, did a lot of damage, um, easily DPS, but she was very melee based, um, mm-hmm. which is.
1: Hand axes. Yeah. A lot of hand axes. Everybody thinks dwarves and then automatically thinks hammers. Yeah. And I just didn't really want to go that route. And even I then, like that was like,
0: rangers think bow and arrow.
1: Yeah. And I mean, she did use her bow and arrow. Actually, it was one of the coolest moments, I thought. Yeah. In that game. But mm-hmm. of course, I think that. I'm biased.
0: I mean, like, yeah. One, uh, that will lead into, I guess I will jump into it. What was that The cool moment? Like, what are some cool moments you've had with Felia, comma, what is this cool moment you're referring to?
1: Well... The cool moment I'm referring to is when we were up against a demon lord, mm-hmm. and he had cornered somebody in our party. I um, can't remember if it was you or if it was our friend Umpire, who was a druid.
0: Um, I think it was It was kind of an open field, and everybody was getting their shit handed to him. So I think but I was c- kind of keeping it A character out it was cornered,
1: and Feli was, I think like 20 feet away, 25 Mm -hmm. feet away. Um, And they had a sword raised above their head. The demon lord did. Mm -hmm. Like they were going to swing down on somebody. Felia used her turn to shoot an arrow with some rope tied to it. And it pierced his hand, Mm -hmm. made him drop the sword, and...
0: I believe you had yanked it to you.
1: Right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Because um, at
0: that point, you had this magical sword that was a very I powerful I rolled NPC. very well. Yeah, so no, the, it was a good roll. Like. <laughs> so the
1: DM let me, uh, instead of him like dropping it, I guess I I was able to like get it tied up in the rope and yank it back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is partly DM being really cool. But yeah. also, <laughs> it was a really good roll. I think it was like a 19. Yeah, it like, was up there.
0: Um, so... Yeah, because you tended to roll either 20s or 1s, almost like back-to-back. Oh,
1: my God. It was awful. Um,
0: let's see. What does she look like?
1: Well, as a dwarf, she's quite short.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd say 4'11", ish, maybe. Um, long black hair, turquoise eyes. She doesn't have a beard yet because she's an adolescent. Mm-hmm. Um, she may grow one. She may not. I don't really know if I want to do braids in her hair mm-hmm. or braided beard. Um, but she's also like... What the, the human equivalent would be about 27 to 28 years old, mm-hmm. but I don't quite know what that is in Dwarvish years.
0: About like 100 or so, I'm not Something certain. like
1: that. So she's just mildly alive
0: for mm-hmm. Dwarven So not years. wise beyond her years, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: And she's, like I said, she's girthy. She's mm-hmm. very muscular. I think by the um, time we
0: were done, you were at twenty. Strength or something like that. Yes, she, she was strong.
1: She had twenty strength, mm-hmm. and she had an armor class of eighteen.
0: Yeah, she was tough to hit.
1: And typically wears medals. Mm. Um, what's it called?
0: The breastplate. Yeah, it has mail. Uh, scale yeah, mail. Scale mail. That's it.
1: Has scale mail. You would think somebody, <laughs> <laughs> plays her would know, but anyway, uh, has an insignia of like her the her family's insignia is a fist. Mm-hmm. Um because her name's iron fist <laughs> uh, we're all about the jokes here um oh, yeah. definitely but thick thighs very nice you know,
0: that's inappropriate chunky. as the host is saying
1: but <laughs> you know just like a a chunky yet i guess you'd have to be muscular in some form just because like blacksmithing iron work mm-hmm. forging drilling mining etc it's individual. all like it's long hours and a lot of hard work, so... Makes sense. She wouldn't be... She wouldn't be lanky. No. She would not be a thin dwarf.
0: No, I don't think anybody's made a lanky dwarf. I think that's just kind of hard to do. I mean, I would hope not.
1: <laughs> if you want a lanky little twig, mm-hmm. you should make an elf. A well, high elf. Oh, no. This is a call-out.
0: You lost me there. Um.
1: His name is Arlo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Arlo's not, uh, That's a sucks. That's a sneak peek for a future episode, I guess. Um, Are they good with their finances? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah?
1: Yeah, because anything that she gets, she's trying to save. Mm -hmm. Because she thinks the world's ending. So it's like, okay, well, on the mountain, we're supposed to be safe up there. Our our god will protect us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, well, we're going to be safe up there. We're going to need money we're gonna need food we're gonna need water we're gonna need you know resources and money is part of that mm-hmm. so she doesn't spend her money like typically on just like any old thing like she's not buying sandwiches every day <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's my character yeah. uh, so she would be particularly devout then since you brought up
1: yes i have this written down that's what i'm looking at because i always forget which ones they are <laughs> um but her village wor- worships two gods. And it's Gorm the Ever Vigilant, which is defense and watchfulness, and is the guardian of all dwarves. So, mm-hmm. pretty much every dwarf, regardless of if they live in the sanctuary or not, believes in Gorm. Um, and then Bernar True Silver, which is like the dwarf deity of safety, truth, home, and healing. She was a powerful dwarf. Mm mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a valkyrie it sounds like she was like silver helm chainmail defense and power and health and her matriarchal society by themselves not just because they're dwarves but that society themselves worships
0: her okay so gorm seems to be kind of the umbrella yeah but specifically it is the second
1: yeah buronar
0: hmm uh let's see can she play a musical instrument?
1: She can. If I recall correctly, it was written down that she could play the viola.
0: The, vi- the viola?
1: Yeah. Cool. Viola. Mm-hmm. viola. How'd she learn? Her mother taught her. Oh, okay. As, as most things are taught mm-hmm. in the society. It's passed down through women. Mom. Yeah. Um, just like her mom taught her to be a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. So, like, she can forge weapons. Or at least on a minor level. Like, I yeah. wouldn't say that she's, like, super skilled like her mom. But, um, or her grandmother even. But, uh, or even her dad. Her mm-hmm. dad is also a minor and... Capable. Capable. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like, only women can do things. Like, no, that's not true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Does she like animals?
1: I feel like she likes animals, just not overly likes them. Like, she's not, like... Uh, i want to have all the pets like duh, 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 mm-hmm. like i think she would have like a cat mm. um
0: is that a Felia decision or a caitlin decision that's
1: a caitlin decision no it's okay um, i understand <laughs> it's only because we have a cat yeah. um but i do believe that she would like solitary animals like that like not just cats but like maybe even like birds mm-hmm. and i mean birds like people a lot like all animals typically like people mm-hmm. um well that's not true i'm yeah. not a zoologist I mean, but
0: <laughs> i haven't asked them admittedly
1: but you know like domest- domesticated animals mm. like dogs cats birds some lizards fish mm-hmm. tend to not really mind the presence of people that much mm-hmm. so she probably would have like a pet
0: okay so you haven't really entered other than a mm-hmm. cat haven't really entertained a pet or anything like that
1: not really just because it's like Obviously, as a ranger, she's, like, off doing, yeah, like, adventuring and stuff. So, like, she couldn't really have a pet mm-hmm. just because they, like, she wouldn't be there to take care of it.
0: Okay. I guess I would answer kind of a question I saw before, but um, she isn't the ranger subclass <coughs> with the animal companion. I forget what they call it, but it's probably the animal companion one. She's well, the other one, I think.
1: Yeah, she's the other one. Um, Horde breaker?
0: It's like the battle master or something yeah. like that
1: she had horde breaker and dueling
0: mm-hmm. so she could at
1: one point so she was like
0: you were able mailing to mailing like
1: crazy especially yeah. if i got close and i was one handed like if i had one weapon in one hand uh i did double damage yeah um but if i was dual wielding i still did a lot of damage you
0: still did especially um, like with it's like your dueling i think allowed it you was horde
1: breaking i could break like turns so like she could attack and then immediately attack again as long as we, they were in five feet of each other
0: yeah it was definitely something like that yeah i can't remember the specifics but that's how we were playing it in this particular campaign Pretty just sure in case right. anybody has a comment on that <laughs> <laughs> um i'm not looking at the player's handbook at the moment so i mean it's we're been not...
1: a, it's been a hot minute so
0: yeah been a little while since you played her
1: yeah
0: yeah um let's see what is her guilty pleasure
1: Hmm, like something that she just enjoys
0: no matter what she's very she seems to be very objective and job-driven what is her guilty pleasure as far as something that may not
1: i think she's just like she likes to whittle Mm -hmm. like at one point she made a little rabbit out of soap
0: oh okay um
1: she just likes to do stuff with her hands and like be creative so like since they do make like forge weapons like her family so it's like you have to know the shape of a sword the shape of an axe the shape of a hammer and be able to melt down iron or ore and turn that into the shape you want
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it's like not just that kind of stuff but like maybe like making pottery and just stuff in general with her hands.
0: It's very artisanal society and mindset
1: yeah but it's like the forging and the blacksmithing is her job mm-hmm. the making ceramics is for fun
0: okay um does she have any lucky charms
1: not that i can think of
0: she's superstitious any yes really
1: well you have to think of it in like we brought it up a million times but it's like her society thinks the world's gonna end so it's like if i do one bad thing it'll doom my um, entire family
0: yeah i guess i would um play into it
1: and she's a she's a lawful neutral character mm. so like all of her actions are just like i mean i want to do good things because i don't want to bring bad luck on me or my family or the afterlife of us
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and i want to abide by our society's rules just because it's the right thing to do. hmm But I also just want to live a normal life. That kind of structure. Like, she doesn't really care about other people's rules too much, but she'll do them anyway because it's the right thing to do.
0: hmm Have you entertained a character voice?
1: Uh, not really. Just because I'm not very good at that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see. I know she's well-traveled. Well,
1: to be a cartographer, you have to be. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: She has good memory, too.
0: Mm -hmm. What's her favorite snack?
1: Gala apples. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Runs into them a bunch?
1: Maybe with some honey.
0: Oh, that's actually... That doesn't sound too bad, actually. (laughs) Even, like, out of context. <laughs> t- admittedly.
1: I mean, make a pie out of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty damn good. H- are there any trinkets that you brought to the table that were related to your character?
1: Um, I don't think she had anything, really.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of some, too, but...
1: Like, you had a coffee mug.
0: <laughs> yeah. That
1: yeah. you brought from the beginning of the story.
0: Yeah, my character stole a coffee mug. Um... um, Well, he paid for it, but... It's because to-go cups didn't exist, so... He took the mug.
1: <laughs> but I didn't really have anything that like represented her.
0: Mm-hmm. What's her favorite smell?
1: Um, well, I would say she enjoys the smell of things that are burning, because it's resembling the forge.
0: Okay, so you mean like hot and maybe so
1: like, like coals, mm. or like that that y smell,
0: like uh... like when you're grilling. Yeah.
1: Um. So like, hot coals and lavender.
0: Nice. That sounds very nice. <laughs> um, what caused you to make her a ranger? Is this a personal choice? or? I, felt... I mean, it, of course it's a choice, but you well, know what I
1: mean. <laughs> I felt like, based off the kind of story I wanted her to have, like the backstory, it fit her the best. Mm-hmm. Um, because, actually, I made her backstory first. And then the more I thought about it, I then chose her class. Okay. Like, it wasn't like a, I made her class, and then I was like, oh, well, I have to find a story that fits this. It was like, I kind of want a character that does this, this, and this. What kind of class would they be?
0: Okay. So, you have prior experience in RPGs and stuff like that. Did previous characters you've played, is she similar to them, or is she, like, completely different?
1: Uh, I would say she's different. Just because, like, I used to play, like, chaotic characters
0: mm.
1: rogues uh elves
0: i think everybody has to play everybody elf at some plays point. an elf yeah
1: it's just part of what you do and the thing is, like i like elves i don't have any like issues against elves i just feel like when people think high fantasy they immediately go to elf
0: yeah elves are cool
1: elves are cool but so are gnomes and dwarves that's, and that's valid even humans
0: in their own way does Feely have an issue with elves? No. Okay.
1: She's married to a half-elf.
0: Oh, that is canon, isn't it?
1: <coughs> it is. It is canon.
0: Yeah, we made that canon. <laughs> it's like out of context, in context. It's kind of weird, but mm. yeah. <coughs> um, is there any class, like particular, I don't want to say group of folk, because that kind of implies racism or something like that, but like, say... My character can't stand wizards, usually. Is there anybody like that that Bailey really is just like, I don't got time for this guy?
1: Uh, I would say probably like charlatans. Mm-hmm. Because the lawful side of her is just like, I mean, you should do what's right, though. Mm-hmm. You so shouldn't try to like con. manipulate or con people. Mm-hmm. That's not what's right. Okay. But it's also like, she would just kind of feel like, it's like, oh well, that's bad karma towards you, mm-hmm. and bad karma towards the people I'm around.
0: You're gonna get what's coming to you is, eventually. It's bad
1: karma towards me, and I don't want that. Okay, like... that's
0: actually that's a lot better reason than I had for. My <laughs> a wizard
1: was meant, like mean to you once. <laughs> yeah,
0: he was mean to me once, and since then I just made it a character choice that you know what, I'm just not gonna give Fuck wizards up. any any attention there from here on out. Rose um the the naming convention like feeling Ironfist, fist is a name very familiar to say of course because we say her name a lot um how did you choose her name
1: actually uh i just chose her first name and you chose her second name
0: oh oh I did. as that? if you're shocked
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but i was having such difficulty because it's like
0: Naming is hard.
1: Well, it is, but it was also just like, that doesn't just, it just doesn't fit right. It doesn't feel like her. Like, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a name that fits her. Yeah. And we went through like the the generators and like the, like roll and it picks a syllable. and.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. We
1: did all that stuff. And it was just like, that just doesn't sound right. Like I can't figure it out.
0: At one point I was naming things by associating letters to a die, like a D20. It's just like, okay, you don't have X, W, you know, stuff like that. And, um...
1: That's just a lot of oh my effort. God. You and just it's get a lot
0: like... of... A, you get a lot of consonants.
1: <laughs> well, you only have so many vowels.
0: Yeah. Or... Yeah, no, actually, I did the... <coughs> a D6 was the vowels. Mm-hmm. And then a D20 was, like, the rest of it. It was still complicated.
1: E I O U. Sometimes Y.
0: Yeah. Y well, still... very rarely <laughs> showed up, <laughs> Is <laughs> admittedly. Is that six? Um, but, yeah, so you picked Philia... What drew you to Felia? Was this just a name you had heard at some point, and was like, "Oh, I really like that." Or
1: I just kind of like, I think I was reading through like a list of names, mm-hmm. and it popped up, and I was just like, "You know what? That sounds like it's feminine, but it's not like girly." Yeah, you know, like, uh
0: my name is Charlotte. My Arlene. name is Stacy Ironfist." Yeah, <laughs> like.
1: I didn't want her to be too feminine, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want her to lack femininity.
0: Okay. You wanted to kind of thread that needle.
1: Yeah. Just because she has a masculine job or like a masculine build
0: Mm -hmm. doesn't
1: necessarily make her a man.
0: Okay. Now, you can choose whether or not to answer that or anything like that. Is there, or really where the question I'm going to lead into next, is there really anything that you bring to Philia that's from yourself? Like, for instance, this kind of this duality between femininity and masculinity, for instance you might have what is considered a masculine job.
1: I yes, I work in a factory. So. Yeah.
0: So is this like a is there a duality or, or are there other things that kind of
1: <laughs> I consider myself also to have a masculine voice mm-hmm. that plays into the fact that this is an audio only format. <laughs> um but I mean yeah that kind of plays into it a little bit and just like I'm <laughs> from the north georgia mountains she's a mountain dwarf
0: i've definitely made this joke before because it's too yes. good it's like yeah caitlin is a mountain dwarf and she plays one in D too <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's too good to make
0: you were taller than philia but
1: i am but only by like a few inches. three inches yeah. <laughs> um and yeah like she is really like straight to the point
0: is she self-conscious
1: i feel like she is Mm-hmm. like genuinely
0: maybe um, her drive kind of covers it up
1: yeah it's just like i feel like she's just like oh man i have this really heavy burden on my shoulders and like the world's gonna end <laughs> and like i haven't i'm i'm 27 <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> i think a lot of folks around that age kind of feel like yeah there's a lot wearing wear, wearing on them so
1: yeah for sure maybe relatable like, <laughs> and she's just like but i have to you know I have to be strong. I have to help my family. I have to help my clan. I have to help my Mm -hmm. my people. Like this is all for the greater good, and like in the end, it'll be worth it. Like, and I definitely feel like she has a abrupt way of speaking because she's in a hurry Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, and she comes off as very like straightforward and kind of blunt. And I also have that issue in my real life.
0: I wouldn't call it an issue, but
1: well, I mean, like
0: for those who don't know how to read it. yeah i guess
1: so but also just like it can come off as rude sometimes and like i i never want to be that way and i feel like she also would never want to be like i'm not trying to be rude to you Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to hurry yeah or get my point across in as little like words as
0: possible okay yeah it's a kind of a drive towards efficiency that may sometimes rub people the wrong way yeah She allergic to anything?
1: I actually don't think she is. I don't think she has anything to worry about.
0: I feel like maybe that could concern. That might have played against her as in being chosen for her job. Yeah. To maybe if she was allergic, maybe maybe we shouldn't send a person that has hay fever (laughs) out into Into the woods. woods. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. I feel like that's part of the requirements of being chosen mm -hmm. to go out and do these jobs. Is like you can't be sickly. Because you could die, and then all of your information or resources is lost with you. And, and that doesn't benefit the society. And you
0: might run out of fantasies or tech. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: what is her favorite terrain? I feel like that's an actual thing you have to choose as a Well ranger. She
1: lives in the mountains, but I actually picked forest as her terrain. Mm-hmm. Like preferred. Yeah. Like environment. Because just because she lives in the mountains doesn't mean that, like, I felt like she would be more in a forest than she would on a mountain.
0: Admittedly, yes. (laughs) That, um, has she had to throw death saves?
1: Yes, actually. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. As much as her mighty armor class protected her for a lot of the time, she had to throw death saves when I rolled three ones in a row.
0: Oof. When was that?
1: It was during like our second or third session with the
0: lich. Oh, that's right. We had like a plot point type encounter with a lich. We were way under leveled, so there was no way we were gonna beat them. We but were
1: level three. <laughs> yeah,
0: so we were we were not gonna do so hot. So yeah, and we were
1: always like restrained.
0: Yeah, I except remember that
1: for now. me and umpire.
0: You were strong enough to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of us were not. <laughs> I rolled
1: really well to get out, and then really poor to defend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so other than the bow and arrow, what has been your favorite moment being Philia? What is the thing that stands out to you as, this is Philia, this is Philia's element? What You can answer how you feel fit.
1: That one's really hard, because again, like... Th- she wasn't. Aside from battle, it wasn't. She wasn't really chosen to do a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. I did like where she charmed a sewer gator.
0: Oh, that's right, um, Chompy. named him Chompy. Yeah. Um,
1: he was immediately killed by a basilisk.
0: Yeah, he was um, party favorite. Rest yeah. in peace, Chompy.
1: Chompy was miss you, Chompy.
0: <laughs> Pour some out for once, Chompy.
1: This one goes out of Chompy, but like. Yeah, like, that was really cool in that, like, she had received a potion of animal friendship.
0: That's right. Had, like, um, squirrel gunk and, because I remember I was, my character likes to analyze things, so he was trying hmm. to sneak in that ingredients list mm-hmm. and looked pretty gross.
1: And, uh, she had received it from the guild for completing, like, a walk-around-town mission.
0: Okay yeah 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 like i literally
1: just got it for like doing a a simple thing and then we went to the sewers to find what was the smell the terrible smell in town
0: was it the terrible smell or was it the the sound like the they they said
1: the sound was like a clanging but Uh it was a smell issue oh that's right um because we found the pit of dead bodies
0: oh yes that's correct from the basilisk yeah that's right um man i remember when which is a
1: pet of the leech
0: yeah we were down there
1: (laughs) the leech
0: actually if it was a leech we would have been better (laughs) off uh yeah i remember when we were down there and i was like oh oh my gosh it's a sewer gator oh no and that was what i was was worried about
1: i'm gonna freaking chuck this bottle of animal friendship towards that sewer gator. he's gonna be my bff yeah and i rolled an 18 yep. so i charmed the heck out of him even yeah. though she has a charisma of eight
0: yeah she's not exactly <laughs> the most charismatic she
1: lives on a mountain her whole life like yeah. do you think she knows people
0: <laughs> i would imagine she's related to almost everybody she knew prior
1: i mean or at it's least a small distant. society but yeah. like just because they all call each other brother and sister mm-hmm. does not mean they're actually related? yeah
0: So, from the sounds of it, I mean, I want to act like I've elucidated this, but it almost sounds like y'all live in a vault, like, Fallout-style vault system.
1: It is very, like, secluded away from people. It's high up in the, like, highlands. It's
0: Mm -hmm. away. Yeah. And you are doing a mission for said society. It's very Fallout 1, Fallout 2-esque. You are chosen to leave and to do a thing.
1: Yep. And come back with the resource. The
0: thing that you were supposed to do. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. You want to know what my fa- favorite Philia moment is? Sure. My favorite Philia moment was when we were in the town that the Lich captured us in. Okay. And it was when everything was blowing up. Like,
1: Oh, is this a zombies thing?
0: Yeah, it was kind of the zombies thing. I don't really remember the specifics of it. But half of our party were trying to talk to somebody in the Wizard's Guild, and my character doesn't like wizards, so he declined to go. Also, I figured since Felio was not going, I, my character would tag along. Um, and I remember I sat down because this was prior to me being Druid Circle of Dreams, and I could sit down and regain some uh, spell slots. Mm-hmm. So I was doing so, and I was like, "Tell me when you're gonna tell me when you go somewhere." I'm gonna sit right here for a minute, <laughs> and then quite literally, I sit down and close my eyes, and then Felia is gone, and she is fighting because you saw down the like the stairway or yeah. whatever, zombies were coming out and attacking villagers, and you sat there. I say you and her or whatever. But Felia is, like, giving these zombies what for. Just, not, like, really didn't need any help. You would finish mm-hmm. the combat by the time that my character made his way down there. And it was just this moment that I, I could picture perfectly of just, like, him running. He has an oversized backpack. He's, like, wears button-up shirt. Sure. Y'all will know who he is eventually. But He's,
1: like, six foot three.
0: Like, Lanky elf. as hell. And just, like... I told you to wait for you tell I told you to tell me when you were leaving and you just turned like you were just out of combat both axes up just like (laughs) it's just like it was a moment I could picture perfectly. And I and and canonically that was when I said that's when late oh I almost said his name. That's when my character started developing a little crush on Philia.
1: Oh. He uses her name. Canonically, he uses her name. (laughs) I forgot about this. To, he doesn't. His character doesn't want anybody to know who he is because he's on the run. So
0: he's also in canon. He's he just has
1: chosen Phelia's really name. <laughs> he's chosen Felia's name <laughs> to write down or to say to people when they're like, "Who is that guy?" Well, I'm Phelia
0: Iron What's your name? My name is Phelia Ironfist. Can we put a name for the reservation? It's not yeah, and and it's just a joke that I started doing because I felt like it was too perfect, and too in funny canon, to do.
1: She hasn't found out about it yet.
0: Yeah, but when she does, who, buddy? There's <laughs> gonna be hell to pay. <laughs>
1: buddy, I have twenty strength.
0: I can't wait. But no, Felia <laughs> is easily one of my favorite characters. I, I guess maybe it's because I was very intrinsic to helping. Well, not really yeah. helping make her, but just seeing her naming her grow. Yeah, naming. <laughs> um... But at the same time, just she's very believable, and I don't know. I just I'm enamored by this little dwarf woman.
1: She's she's spunky. Yeah, I like her.
0: Yeah, um, I,
1: I want to grow up and be her in two years when I'm 27, <laughs> and then I die.
0: No, you're not dying.
1: Well, I, I have to roll first.
0: Phelia's not dead, and but. you got to roll three times. <laughs> but is there any final words or anything that you can say? That you can either. I mean if you have anything to plug this is the moment where you can either plug stuff or there's final thoughts on philia or if you were to make another character what direction you would go this is kind of like we're wrapping up so, so to speak oh, well, to bring you behind the, the curtain the
1: curtain a little bit yeah. um well i don't really have anything to plug i'm mm-hmm. not exactly that kind of person if you do want to follow me on social media you can i have an instagram and a tumblr both are at a ecstasy which is A-H-H-E-C-S-T-A-S-Y.
0: And I recommend you following her. I'm, I'm quite a fan. Well, <laughs> I might be biased.
1: <laughs> I feel like you should be at this point. Um, and yeah, I post sporadically, but I try to do my best. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome to follow me there. I also have Twitter under the same social handle. Again, terrible at using social media, but I do my best. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can see the face behind the character. Yeah. Because I post a lot of selfies and not much else.
0: Yeah, and I think at some point <laughs> you had drawn a picture of her. I don't know if you ever shared it. I but...
1: did draw a picture of her, and I could share it.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: I will, I will share that picture that I drew for the tweet, Aww. specifically for this episode.
0: Thank you very much. I would love to see that.
1: That is a special... One time only. We'll never show it again.
0: <laughs> it's a shame that as soon as you post something once on the internet, it's gone forever. Yeah,
1: that's typically how that works, right?
0: Yeah, I <laughs> think so. Right? But yeah, so that's this episode of Tell Me About Your Elf. or I mean, it's still called Tell Me About Your Elf regardless. Um, She's a dwarf. <laughs> but yeah, th- so um, if you uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Well, not Instagram. Sorry, I don't have an Instagram. I'm so used to saying something else but uh, you can follow me on facebook or twitter it's you know at t-m-a-y-e cast um i believe it's the same on facebook as well uh but so far i believe i'm posting on saturdays i haven't figured out my recording or posting schedule yet but uh, there should be an episode uh every week and
1: And you are on Pinecast, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thank you. Yes.
0: Uh, You can find us on pinecast.com. There will be links in the description for this video. Not video. Audio. Episode. I'm keeping that in. And, yes, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye.